on the Koshkast, we look back at Canada's run in the Gold Cup as they pass the Hondurance test but ultimately suffer from laryngitis. Round up any latest transfer madness, by which I primarily mean make fun of West Ham, and of course, where would we be without Moomoo of the Week? We'd be up a tree without a Moomoo, of course. All this and a couple of exciting announcements to come. Hold on to your hats. Hello and welcome to the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. With me, Bernie and Mohanad. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be back. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since we did a, a regular, I guess, pod. Yeah. Yeah, it's been interviews, it's been little things here and there. I think you had like this week up one where you read articles out for oh, us. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. You know, doing a pod week in, week out, it takes a lot out of you. We need a little bit of a break. Does Get it, back into it. Does it really it. take a lot out of you? A Alex, little bit. Alex, our listeners think that it does, okay? <laughs> this is a major production. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, it's true. We, I mean, we've got some more some more interviews and stuff to come. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, you know, there, there have been things happening. Some things. Like, like, More things in, like, the last month. Yeah. So. Le, do you want to start with the Gold Cup? Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Does anyone know the national anthem? Should we sing that? No. Oh, Canada? That'll do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sorted. I, I, um, think, I think it was more like he's asking, oh, Canada? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let, let's talk about Canada a bit before, because, I mean, they're not in the tournament anymore, obviously, but we can go through kind of how they did. Yeah. I wish they were in the tournament. They did? They did? I mean, I want to say better than expected, but they did okay. I, yeah, I did, think they did fine. Did they really do better than expected? Because Jamaica should not beat Canada. They I'm really, not sure They about really that. shouldn't. I thought they were favorites. So, anyway, context. They got to the quarterfinals. They played Jamaica. Lost 2-1, I believe it was. I just think maybe it's a coaching thing, but Canada has better players than Jamaica. When you talk about Laren, talk about um, Akindele, uh, talk about Arfield... You know, uh, Hoylet even. There is no... There, I know. I know what you're going to say. But there's no Jamaican player anywhere near as good as Junior Hoylet anyway. Mm. So I don't. I just don't understand why I, they lost this thing. I'm not sure. I, I thought Jamaica were well organized. Physically, they were monstrous. Yeah, they like absolutely thing. beasted the Canadian players um, in that respect, in terms of pace and, and aggression. And so Canada got caught in the break, which was what was going to happen. Like, yeah. They actually dominated the game. They had a lot of possession. They had a lot of the ball. But they just got caught on the break what a couple of times. They were having a kick out or something? A who? A kick out. Do we have those here? <laughs> yeah, a kick out. Yeah. 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 What, we don't have kick We do, we do, oh. we do. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's everywhere. Mohanu mm. was about to leave and check. Yes. Like, <laughs> he really was. But I'm I'm just I'm just saying I think since we started we came to Canada, right? Last ten years. This to me this is the best group of Canadian players that I've seen in that time. Even the guys we um Toronto FC. You know, we have talking about Osorio, talking about uh, Ashton Morgan, guys like that. These guys are pretty good football players. I just don't understand what Jamaica has to offer in comparison to to Canada. I still think that Bernie Bernie's right though in the sense that we this is probably the best crop, but we're also seeing probably some of the best football we've seen from a Canadian national team. Yes. Now, yes, it wasn't good enough to beat Jamaica on this on this day, but in general, it does make sense. This is the best crop. We are probably seeing the best football. Mm-hmm. The question is just how far can they take it? Yeah, but I think what we're also seeing is that the manager Zambrano has actually come in with some new ideas. I mean, for a start, Canada in the past, whenever I've seen them play, have always been very defensive, very mm-hmm. reactive, very like, we don't think we can win. Mm-hmm. Whereas this team has actually been front foot 
we're going to retain possession. We're going to play to win, mm. which is a nice change. But he's also picked different players like Piet and I don't know. It was just it was a refreshingly young and kind of exciting squad. That said, should we talk about Kyle Lahren? Sure. Go ahead, Alex. I don't want to do it. Why? Because I really like him. Well, yeah. I really do. I really do. And I don't want to have to It's talk. not his fault. Yeah, it kind of is. Is it? Yeah? Well, okay. Well, no. Part of it is, part of it isn't. So, okay, for context, the group stage Canada did well. This Beat French, French Guyana. That's right. Um, <laughs> Alfonso Davis. A couple of goals. Drew 1-1 one, one with Costa Rica. It's a good result. Yeah, I'll take that. Either. Drew 0-0 no, no with Honduras. Not bad either. Uh, all the Palacios brothers and stuff. By the way, this is a Honduras that beat Canada a few years ago, 8-0 or, so, yeah. or something like that in the, in World Cup qualifying. Yes. So to draw with this team, let's just say this is an upgrade. It will do. <laughs> but so up front in all of those games was Lucas Cavallini, who plays for Peñarol. He's a good striker, hold-up man, links to play very well. Kyle Lahren, Canada suspended him because of his DUI, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Bernie, just tell us about this rule in the Gold Cup. So, after the group stages, every team is allowed to make, I believe, six changes to the squad. So, six go and six can come in to replace those people. It's a ridiculous rule, but <laughs> the Gold Cup has to make things interesting somehow. Right. So, that's the rule. Okay. So, Canada only made one change. It was bringing Kyle Aaron into the squad, sent Raheem Edwards home, who hadn't really featured very much. Um, and that's fair enough. He's probably, you know, on paper your best striker. Bring him into the squad. Fine. Except they started him in the quarterfinal against Jamaica mm-hmm. when there was a team unity there already from mm-hmm. the first three games. There was a team that was playing well and doing yeah. the job that was required. Laren comes in and he was he was terrible. But he, he wasn't the Sami Kidera of the Canadian <laughs> no, national team? Very much <laughs> no. No. In any in any To be honest, how could he not have been? Like you said, there was team unity, there was a rhythm, there was something going on there. Maybe he comes off the bench in that game or something like that. Maybe that makes sense. I, I, felt, I, felt, I, know, I know he was suspended for the group stage, but I felt just outside of football, I felt on a principal level, they could have just left him out of the whole tournament yeah. um, anyways. Like regardless of whether, even if he had come in and played well, I just thought on principle, you leave him out of the whole tournament um, and then you start fresh again next time. I think that's a legit point. I, I agree with that. I, if I play devil's advocate, you're Canada. Right? Sure. And this is Kyle Larry. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, like, we are Canada because we're all citizens now. And this is Kyle Larry. This is the best thing to happen to Canadian football, men's football at least, in the last, what, five years? So, I guess. And well, he's been linked with going to, you know, he was linked with replacing Lukaku, even though that was not a real thing. And that was but that's, that was the link. On if, the other hand. Have any Canadian player been linked that way in a long time? No. no. So, and, and Lukaku got replaced by Rooney, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but the thing is with Laren is that he's a good MLS striker. He scores goals for Orlando. But um, look at, I mean, his record for Canada is pretty horrendous. Mm. And I haven't seen him play that many times, but I've heard from other people that he doesn't play well for Canada. So either there's a system thing or he's not buying into it. I'm not sure what the issue is, but either way, game ended what two on Jamaica. Yeah, that's Canada out at the quarterfinals. Um, I guess semis were what U.S. versus um, who was it? Uh, Costa Rica. So U.S. beat Costa Rica two 0 yep. and the other semi is actually tonight Mexico Jamaica. So probably a uh, U.S. Mexico final, which will be fun. I mean, that's what that's what was kind of what I was expected, anyways. Th- that's what the Gold Cup is for. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually just. Cannon fodder until USA play Mexico. And then, and then the USA play Mexico in the US, but there's more Mexican fans in the stadium. It's yeah. the same thing every time. Yeah. It's actually really appropriate because, you know, a couple hundred years ago, 
the US saw Mexico and they were like, I like all that gold that you have. <laughs> so let me, let, ah. me, let me buy most of you. I was wondering yeah. where he was going with that. I really was. But um, on the Gold Cup, it's always played in the US. You know this, right? Like, it's never played anywhere else. Isn't it? It's we not even played in Mexico. This. We talked it's always about played. I looked at the Sometimes last five of them. Yeah. Only one of them was US and Canada. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that was it. Like, it, it, it's so unbelievable. I, I think I brought that point up recently, I think a few weeks ago, and the question was like, why? Money. Yeah, but... No other place you're going to get as many people. Like, there were 45,000 people who watched the first USA game against Panama. Like, right. 45,000 who watched that dross. And apparently there were a lot of Panamanians in there as well. Yeah. So I mean, I think it should be hosted in French Guyana next time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We'll get to that. Oh. Oh, we'll, we'll get to them? Yeah. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll keep that for Momo because that is... That's that is brilliant. It. All right. Brilliant. Um, Fair enough. Anything else about the Gold Cup? Uh, I think that's it. Although, uh, as it stands, Alfonso Davies, 16-year-old Canadian, is still top scorer with three. Mm, that's um, kind of cool. I expect Josie Altidore and Clint Dempsey <laughs> to beat that. By the way, Clint Dempsey, now U.S. record uh, goal scorer. Really? Oh, beat Landon Donovan. Yeah, so I, I think he tied it because he scored one yesterday. He was one behind. Actually? Yep, he scored that's one like and made one yesterday. 50-something goals? That's a lot. He has tied him now. Damn. Yeah, so he'll probably Dempsey. beat him. First. Dempsey. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, that's good for him. He's, I mean, he's always been, I guess, a likable player. He's, he's been quite... He's always he's technical. He's that he's, guy that he's looks a good, good. player. Yeah. I remember he came out from a heart condition. And the flip side of Canada is those are two guys they drafted into their squad after the group stages, and they made the difference right, in the semi right. Which me, is they make use of that rule, you know. Yeah, yeah. The best thing about Dempsey for me is that he raps. You ever heard it? Uh, I don't want to. No, you do. You oh, really, yeah. you really do. He has a really weird accent as yeah. well. Like it's not. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the whole like also the Gold Cup is that it does run during MLS season, which is most of these tournaments, which is a bit of a shame because, I mean, we've seen its effect on TFC, the draw uh, yesterday against uh, Colorado, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, no um, Altidore, no Central Bradley. Mid, no Bradley. Uh, I mean, Edwards is back, I think, but yeah. he, I don't think he played that game. Um, so, yeah, you see the effect mm -hmm. of, of these tournaments on, on MLS sides. But By the way, this is a brilliant segue to talk about African Cup of Nations. Yeah, we because could, we could. it was being played in January, which was a huge drag. You always had these issues... Between the club and the player and the, and the and the country, because January February is crunch time, especially sweetie bum time in England and all yeah. that. Now they've moved the Africa of Nations to the summertime. They they just made a decision, I think, a few days ago, two days yep. ago or so. So now it's going to get played in June and July, regular, mm -hmm. um, every odd year. So that's that's good. They also increased it to twenty four teams. Yeah. Um, the issue is obviously, like you said, with the European clubs, is that you know you get the top top players from Ivory Coast, Nigeria, sometimes Egypt, but mostly Ivory Coast and Nigeria, where they just miss out on really crucial parts of the tournament of, of you know the, the, season. the club season, mm -hmm. and these teams usually make it quite far. Yeah. Um. So it was. I mean, I think we're we're gonna write something about it this week on. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna write an article about it. Just kind of. Who's affected the most? I mean, we talked about Mane and Salah. And I was going to say that, Mane. Look at what happened to Liverpool, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. I think the real issue and the real reason why it was in January is because January is dry season across most of Africa. So you're not going to have games, you know, rained in or anything like that. June and July is, especially West Africa, very, very, it's like monsoon season. So I don't know how they're going to manage that. It's also hot. That. It's very hot. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, does that, geographically, does that change who the host nations are likelier to be? I don't know. I don't think it works. I don't think they're going to... I mean, sure, but, but you're looking at, you know, World Cups in Qatar, you're looking at, like, um, recently, actually, 
<laughs> up till last weekend, I was always kind of light on the whole, oh, the European players are going to go play in 40 degrees or 50 degrees. Mm. And I, I was always one of those people who was like, just suck it up and play. Like, it's not a big deal. Man. Until literally last weekend. No. <laughs> I no. went to play football like noon. It was like 35. And I... It's not like that I'm as fit as them or they're as fit. No, it's just the difference. Like you're used to this Canadian yeah. weather or the yeah. English weather or the European weather. Because when you're playing like, in Oman, I can't, I can't. you played in Oman in 40 degrees and you're yeah. thinking, what's wrong with these guys? I yeah, don't it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's going to be quite but tough. On, yeah. on the AFCON, the first one's going to be hosted in Cameroon. And Cameroon, they experience rainy season in June and July. So I'm very interested to see how this this works out with mm. their infrastructure <laughs> the, system. The Qataris Cameroon. are like, don't worry, we're inventing clouds. That's that. What's next? Transfers? Transfers or Mumu? Uh, yeah, we can do Mumu. Let's break do it. it up. Yeah. <laughs> I do Mumu. <laughs> One thing we are no sha, Mumu no fits live forever. One day Mumu go wake up. This week on Mumu, actually, we haven't done Mumu in a while. Let's remind people what that means. Um, Bernie introduces the word Mumu, which is in Nigerian. Pigeon English, English yep. which means a fool, an idiot, yep. and we always pick someone in um, in world football of the past week that has mm-hmm. done something you know similar off, off the, the pitch. pitch, off the pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we haven't done movement in the week in a while. We have got two movements. The first one is light. It's mm-hmm. light. Um, Chesney just moved to um, Juventus to be Buffon's heir. Arsenal yeah. movement. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but <laughs> first game, he's sitting on the bench. Um, people are, you know. Want to see what he's up to, and they get his name spelt wrong in the back of his jersey. Not, you know, the hardest thing to do because it is a very, like, I, I've, you know, he's been there for eleven years, and I still can't spell his name. That's why you call him Chaz. Yes. Yeah. But you'd think officially you'd get it right on a jersey. So here's my question: This is his official jersey, right? Yo, like, yeah. Event, and he wore it on his back. Yes. Okay. So my question <laughs> is this: Don't they have a template that they use to just like print, like yes. stamp the name on it? Yeah. How do they get that and, wrong? And wouldn't he see it? I guess it was just too late. I guess it was just like, well, we gotta get out now. Like it's, too, I can't. Yeah. Also, the funny thing is they didn't get the heart part wrong. Exactly. The S Z C's. Not yes. that part. It's just they added an E at the Did end. They for no think that they signed the wrong player. Is there another guy with an E Y that they were expecting? if Wojciech shows up. Imagine. I mean, I think they're still getting a better player. I doubt that unknown dude is better. Yeah. What, what was his medical like? You know, he's <laughs> he's been smoking, so he probably have black lungs. Like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's Italy. It's fine. Yeah, and he's also up against like a 40, you know, a 67-year-old buffon. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, Are you in better shape than the 41-year-old? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> if Nangolan couldn't do it, so can <laughs> exactly. At Roma as well. Exactly. Um, so, what's our what's our, our main Mumu? Oh. oh, man. Who wants to do this one? So... Bernie and I will share it. Okay. We touched on French Guyana earlier. Yes. Um, and we're going to try and maintain some composure throughout this. <laughs> okay. So before the tournament, um, they said they were going to register Florent Malouda in their squad. Yes. Florent Malouda, who has how many caps for France? 80. 80. Right. So you can't do that, right? So, you so can't wait, pay, well, play. Why Florent Malouda? Is he originally from there? He was born in French Guyana before moving to France. Right. But French Guyana is a territory of France anyway, so it all works. Okay. But the idea was he's been playing for French Guyana in unofficial matches. And there's a tournament called the Caribbean Cup. Okay. Sounds very unofficial. And that is a way that you can qualify <laughs> it's like for the Gold Cup. Unofficially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Warner just threw it together. Exactly. Yeah. Probably did. But here's the important part. The Caribbean Cup is not a FIFA-sanctioned tournament. Amazing. But you can qu- get qualification to a FIFA-sanctioned tournament By through this it. unsanctioned tournament. It makes no sense. Right. Okay. So because of that, they can play... An unregistered player because it doesn't matter. It's not a FIFA tournament. No one cares. Right. 
But once you reach the FIFA sanctioned tournament, you can't play the dude anymore. Right. Right. Yes. Right. So they say, we're going to register Maluda. <laughs> FIFA's like, no, you're not. <laughs> French Guiana are like, yeah, no, we're going to register Maluda. So FIFA are like, well, okay, but if he plays one minute of any game, you forfeit that game 3-0. So right. French Guiana go, well, if we were allowed to play him in the Caribbean Cup, yeah. which qualifies you for the Gold Cup... Then we have every right to play him, who were, who they made their captain, FYI. Of course. In the Gold Cup. Right. First game of the Gold Cup, they lose to Canada. They, they didn't play him. They didn't play him. Yep. They, you know, just worried that they get disqualified. Yep. And then they were like, oh man, we're about to go out of this tournament. We need to bring in Flora Maluda. <laughs> Wait. So they would rather not take the chance of losing the second game, but play Maluda, hope for a win, and still get disqualified. Yeah. yeah. So it's just on principle. So it's on principle. Yeah. And, and that, you know, this way they can like point to the big kind of power and say, oh, we were wronged. Yeah. Right. Do we by any chance know how they did in their second game? The well, they, they, it was a 3-0 no loss. Default. Well, but how did the game go? Do we know? Oh, no idea. Uh, I mean, I, I think I know they lost. Right. Okay. But it wasn't by much. So Maluda isn't that savior they thought he would be. But apparently no. this was one of his greatest accomplishments of his life. How old is Maluda now? Like 37? 37, yeah. Yeah, he's an old, old... I mean, he, he, was, he was already slow at his prime at yeah. 26. 80 caps. I didn't... I, he was a great player. But 80 well, caps, almost, I didn't even know almost, what else happened. He almost started every game in the 2006 World Cup. Yeah. 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 I mean, even though when, he wasn't starting... France had that really old squad, you know, Henri Zidane, Maluda. Yep. That's incredible. So the whole thing is just messed up. It's amazing. And then they went on to lose the third game 3-0 yeah. to Costa Rica. Without right, right. Without So basically, yeah. you play whoever the hell you want in the Caribbean Cup to qualify to the Gold Cup. But once you're there, then you got to show us paperwork. So someone was... Yes. And someone was <laughs> saying, French Ghana did a calculation. We will never be here again. So he might as well make a splash and just throw Flor right. in there. So what the hell? Technically, you pay Messi enough money. Yeah. He could play for you in the qualifiers. Yes. And then you just drop him for the tournament. Why yes. not? I think they should get a classic team together. Yeah. Zidane. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like the Legends game should just be French guy. Do FIFA football rules apply in the Caribbean Cup? Or can you like maybe run with the ball in your hand like you just feel like you <laughs> might as well like, take it as far as you want like this is not FIFA sanctioned yeah. I'm not following the rules go for it man yeah. <laughs> oh man this is I think that it's, it's one of the most elaborate complete yes. moo-moos we, we've had I like it yes I top like five it. for sure yeah, a lot of people involved in that I do moo one thing we are no sha moo not fit sleep forever one day moo go wake up Transfer time now. Bernie's laughing. I'm we sorry. Were, we were, I, have, I haven't recovered. Off air, Alex called Junior Vinicius Junior Vicious and I yeah. spat all my water out. Yes, it's all over Shay's arm. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. still wiping it up. And on the thread, Mohana usually says, I spat when he finds something really funny. This actually happened. Actually. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, back by the way, oh, Rache is in the room. Rache. Rache. Hey, right. right. Welcome, Rache. You don't, hey. you don't do your own intros, Rache. I just had to, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's true because we did move on without doing it. <laughs> and and, and Rochet's eating yes. for a minute. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let's start um, with something terrible. Yeah. Like the Navi Keita <laughs> situation. <laughs> Alright. Let's start with that. Sure. So Liverpool just had a sixty six million pound bid knocked back. And apparently they're gonna come back with a, a better bid. I think this is crazy, but Alex thinks it's okay. I don't think it's okay. It's obviously crazy money, but like at this point. The money doesn't matter. The Premier League clubs have it. Everyone else knows they have it, so they jack up their price. Like it's just irrelevant. Well, I mean, of the, uh, I think we were talking about this of the of the top ten most expensive summer Premier League signings. Eight of them 
have been this summer already, and we're not even done. Of course. I think four or five are keepers and defenders, which is insane. I mean, we could talk about City and how much they spent on defenders recently. I mean, Stones, 50 million. Walker, 50 million. Mendy, 52 million, mm-hmm. apparently. Danilo, 26. Ederson, the keeper, 34. They've, they've signed in excess of 300 or 400 million just defenders since 2014. Say, don't, for, don't forget 35-odd for Mangala. Mangala yeah. 34 um, Otamendi. It's, it's, it's around 400 million in defenders. On defenders. And none of them have been any good. And they, yeah. Yeah, and they still don't have a defense. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane the amount of money that's being you know, splashed around. We'll talk you about know, other clubs. You know, as, as, as we're talking about this, and, and for the record, Navigator is not a good signing. But anyway. Oh, I know. I'm just playing with you. But on City's defense. So <laughs> we, he's doing, Pep's doing what we said he needed to do. Clear out the defense because he had a bunch of draws and bring in new guys. He has pretty much brought in a whole new defense except for the centre-backs because I think it's going to be company. Well, it's going to be Mendy, um, uh, what's his name, Walker on the wings mm-hmm. and then it's going to be maybe maybe company, uh, and Stone, company Stones and... Otamendi. Uh, Otamendi. How many is he playing? Well, well five. He, Assuming he plays... He does yeah. all sorts of things. I mean, yeah. the thing is, you could, you could see the three of those centre-backs and then the wing-backs. That could be a thing. But then you've also got 15 attacking midfielders to try and work into the team too. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, my, my question is, I think Kyle Walker is a good defender. I'm not sure he's a good Pep Guardiola defender unless he wants he has some interesting plan. But that's a good defender. And let's just say the money's irrelevant. 50 yeah. million on itself sounds crazy, but we'll leave that alone. Good defender. Mendy, good defender for a season. So I'm not sure about Mendy. I think company coming back, if he's as good as he could be, Brilliant. Sure, but you can't rely on him. No, you can't. Yeah. Stones and Otamendi is still a bit of a question mark for me, but how much money more money are you going have? to spend? Surely they have one more guy. Centre back? It? Yeah. Mangala, Mangala is still there. He's been filling in at left back this whole summer and been looking like trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, his looks are not important. <laughs> um, but but City, City have also signed Bernardo, or whatever, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. They've also signed anybody else? I think it's just up top, it's just Bernardo. Um, they have, I mean, Gabriel Jesus is not a new signing, but they have him now kind of really into the, the team. Yep. The keeper, um, Ederson, um, yep. who has a, a, a neck tattoo, by the way. You see yeah. It? It's, yeah. It's ugly. He conceded quite a bad goal in one of the friendlies. I think it was it not was a goal, it was Lukaku. 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 He, ru- he rushed out, you know. And he, Lukaku got ahead of him or he mistimed him. No different than Bravo so far. Yeah. yeah. But I just want to get your guys' take on the Danilo transfer. I mean, obviously... A club of city size needs two right backs. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Just not one who's Danilo. Well, this is my question. I mean, if Real Madrid are willing to let him go for 26 million, okay. which. You go back a year, though, or whatever. Like, Madrid are willing to let him go now because he failed at Madrid. Yeah. But the fact that they signed him initially, clearly they thought he has. Some, I mean, sure, you don't always. It's, it's hit or miss, but clearly they thought he has something in him. When we were looking at him just after he signed for Madrid, obviously highlights and stuff, but he looked physical, he looked strong, he looked like he had power, and it just felt like maybe the pressure at Madrid was too much, maybe he needed to be way too technical than he is, maybe he's not that technical, but I think he can, he can still do a job, and 26 million in today's market is basically free. I, I'm just, I, I agree with that, but we know he's going to be a backup, or he's going <clears> to <throat> rotate with Kyle Walker, yeah. one of the two things. So in that sense, I understand it. It's fine. You needed uh, um, a squad, a squad player, but Danilo has already failed at Real Madrid, and I get it. Backup, but are there not other options like we discussed on the throwdown? Serge Aurier is a crazy person, but you get him for less. But does he want to sit on the bench? Like that's a thing. Also, with him, you you have. But with him, you have to pay the transfer fee and bail. Yes. 
That's and what? Bale. Oh, I thought Bale like the player. I was like, wait, why? How are they even related? Um, I just think even even if you went to a lower league club in like not lower league but lower level club in the Premier League and picked off someone from one of those clubs, it's a lot better than Danilo. Or are you ready for this? I mean, this is scary. I'm yeah. not sure I'm ready for this. Or they can maybe try someone from the academy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, horror movie. That, horror that, story that famous academy with a yeah. 7,000 seater stadium yes. for nothing. I mean, imagine. I mean, Pep already came out saying none of them are good enough. Like, he literally came out and said, like, they asked him about yeah. how are the academy players doing? He's like, none are good enough. None will play. Wow. Straight up. I like, mean, he also, he also had, like, a fairly good point about the kind of reserve league and how yes. useless it is it doesn't like build anyone's kind of game because yeah. it's not competitive so he's like basically right. we have to send everyone out on loan yeah I mean this is not La Masia like I'm not sure what he wants but like but even La Masia is not very good, enough, good right and now not, not anymore well, it's the world's most expensive academy isn't it so yeah. like you could ex- you should think that some results would be produced after a while yeah, but does that not make you think that some they're not doing something right and and the flip side is you look at United's academy they, they actually get beaten up by City's Academy in when they play like 5-1, 6-1, they lost twice mm. last season. But Rashford, um, Lingard, there are guys through. who at least are squad players and even at City could be squad yeah, players. Then you have Chelsea. So I don't understand. Then yeah. you have Chelsea, you can't even put 11 together in their reserves league because they're all out on loan. Yeah. So <laughs> they, but they win the FA, the youth cup oh, every, did they? Year. Like, yeah. every year. I think as far as backups, he could find something. So what we're saying is City need to sign Borthwick Jackson or whatever his name is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whack. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, going the other way out of City is uh, Kolarov to Roma for 4.5 million. I'm not really sure why they want him because he's a busted flush, but uh, Mohamed, you said he had a good signing video? Yeah, they had a great... Roma's been very creative on their English account recently. They're, they're trying to um, unveil players in creative ways. Um, they did it with Kolarov where they kind of just sat him down in a press room with the director who is about to do the video and he's just telling him about okay you're ready you're gonna come out of this helicopter you're gonna jump out you're gonna have you know this bag on your head and then this crazy guy dressed as a cow is gonna come out and he's just sitting there like stone-faced white hair just looks unimpressed and then at the end the guy goes okay you ready and he goes no and just walks away. <laughs> um, it's quite good it's quite creative I, on, on the deal itself I'm not too down on it I've, I've, I've been very harsh towards Kolarov in the past I, I think he's not that great. But 4.5 million in this market, after the deals that they've made, selling Rudiger and I can't remember there was another guy that Salah. sold for Salah. They've made a lot of money. And Kolarov at that level. He might be enough. He I might th- be I enough. think he's old enough at for what they need. That level. <laughs> well wow. Roma are not very good. Yeah, but they're in pre- That's the pre- level. They're in Champions League, right? They're in yeah. Champions yeah. League. Well so there's also different expectations in this area. Uh, you know, I, I think that the pace is less. Right. The physical aspect of it is also less. So Kolarov, yeah. in a sense, is stepping down from what he, he's being asked to do. Sure. He did I am not from, surprised Rishay had a He had did a come from there. Syria. So he knows the league. He knows how ah. to play there. Lazio. Was it Lazio? It was Lazio. Ooh. Yeah. So oh. he knows what he's doing. Well, that's worth, oh, I never even that's worth it for the narrative. Yeah. Lazio seems to suit him better. A little bit. Just yeah, in there. Just a little bit. We'll leave it there. Um, Roma also signing Gregoire Defrel from Sassuolo. He's a decent striker. I think he's back up to Dzeko, so... Another squad player. Monkey is like doing some serious supermarket sweeping. Well, that's just, like players out. That's players why they got some bargain him. hunting. Yeah. Seems like. uh, Gonalon. Maxime Gonalon. Oh. That's a good I one. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. That's a good for one. like four million again, five million. Yeah. So, so they'll yeah. finish third this season. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. <laughs> um, well, let's. What were you going to go on? I just wanted to talk about Milan since we're in Syria. Okay, do that. And then we're going to go on to the fun. We can just say Yeah, the then we can go to the Premier League. Uh, just. Well, yeah, so there's a new team in Syria this season yeah. called AC Milan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm really excited to see what they do because... Uh, oh, they just beat Bayern 4-0. In the oh, yeah, so they started their professional footballing career after a flying <laughs> Great, great news. Uh, 
I mean, I have I have a close uh, friend that's um, a, Milan. A, a Milan fan. Um, you know, they're they're what's the saying? I don't know when they're Milanista. not that popular. Oh. Dime or whatever, a dozen or whatever. Um, I like I, I don't have a lot of Milan friends, but this guy's just like he's going crazy. Like, I can't believe the signings we're making. I'm really happy. Like it started all the way back when they got the striker from I think it was Benfica. Andre Silva. Andre Silva. Baca. Uh, well, Baca's leaving, but Andre Silva is there. Um, and then they started making some really good signings. This thing, Kebby. Yeah. Kessie, Kessie, Kessie. Sorry. And then the crazy one with Bonucci. Um, that was just, I mean, again, we talked about a week ago, if someone had said Bonucci was going to leave Juve to captain Milan, would be like, you're insane. Just, you know, check yourself in somewhere. This is actually a huge, a huge signing. Deal. This is top three center backs in the world kind of thing. I, th- I thought he was the best. Yeah, sure. I, I just don't want to push him. I just think, you know, everyone can agree at least. My question, and maybe you guys talk, my question is how, and was there any real, did anyone shine a light on why he went to Milan it's and no one else came after the, him? Oh. Well, so he um, he fell out with Allegri during the season. There yeah. was a thing in the Champions League final, etc. Um, and... He wanted to stay in Italy. Essentially, yeah. um, his you know his family's there. His son has been having um, health issues, so they wanted mm-hmm. to stay around there. And I guess Milan are probably the only club that can afford him in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they signed him, which is a fantastic signing. Now rumors are starting around one more big signing, either a Bellotti and Aubameyang. Like this. there's still stuff going on in the in the back end. I mean. Who I should really challenge Juve? This is, I mean, Napoli, if they keep their squad. 100%. Because, you know, there's no, obviously, oh, Shana, Shana Hokolololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololololol
Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they, they, they've signed a, a batch of... Absolutely. I mean, Alec, Alex called them FIFA, like FIFA manager signings. Just like, well, let's see the stats. Let's Mate. kind of put, put them in order of price and let's see who we can get. It's as if they were watching like classic Premier League matches. Let me run you through this. Yep. Marko Arnautovic. At least he's currently still a reasonably good player. Is he? Um, yeah. He's one, okay. One, he's okay for Stoke. Like one in every four games. Yes. Okay. Chicharito Hernandez. I think that's all right. That's sure. A great that's, that's sure. All right. I think that's a good signing. Yeah. Hit th- these two are the killers. Joe Hart. Oh. Killer. And Pablo Zabaleta. Yes. <laughs> Get yes. in. Wait. Come on. <laughs> on our Beloa, that is a huge, huge step. <laughs> on, on this is a this is a very standard Sam Allardyce thing to do. He's not in he's charge. He's not in charge anymore. It's. Oh. Um, Never mind. That, that was like, that <laughs> that was like, like yeah. two managers ago. Yeah, Billets. Moving on. Well, Billets basically had a really bad season last season. They they went for a lot of youth signings recently, and that didn't work. So they went, you know what? Premier League money is way too much. I'm not taking any more risks. Let me just sign players that will hopefully perform like tomorrow. Okay, so Premier League players will hopefully sign for tomorrow. I get that. Except there does not seem to be a freaking plan. Because no. Marco Arnautovic... Plays where? Left side. On this team. Left, Left of a side. three. Yeah, but oh. Lanzini is still there, I'm assuming. Carol, is Carol now on the back? So Carol's Carol and Charito are going to play, I'm assuming. Well, both. They, they can't play together. Well, it's never going to happen. Big man, little man. Yeah. Very big man, very little man. Yeah, little man who plays like a big man, and big man who plays like a big man. <laughs> like, I big man who plays like a horse. Like, I just don't get it. I, I don't I don't see. Are, is Arnautovic supposed to replace Payet? Like you're Kinda, gonna you're yeah. gonna sign Kinda. you're gonna get rid of one arrogant jackass for another one like yeah. why the problem is twenty five million today is your starting for, point forget the money it's your starting forget point. the forget the money I wouldn't sign Arnautovic exactly. for anything for me it's the lack of imagination it's Seriously. the lack of any kind of scouting of anyone that isn't right in front of them here's my thing if you want to sign a crazy person right why don't you just sign Ben Arfa at this point. Huh? Like he was available, you could have brought him into the team. Why not? No. And he would have been a lot cheaper than that gobshite of our yeah, but, but, but he's very expensive when he eats all that food. <laughs> you know, you gotta think of the long run. Like this, this transfer made me angry when I saw it. Straight up. The it thing is, the problem is, I like not I like Arnold, but like he he's okay to watch because again, he has like ogres around him in Stoke, so he stands up. He, he stands out because some his hair flair, is, sure. is absolute But he has some flair. He has some technical ability. I like that about him. He tries to play football. He's a wannabe Zlatan. Yes. Well, they're best friends. Thank you. Just, just Thank you. Yeah. 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 That's a compliment to him. Sure. Um, I mean, except for the knee bit or whatever. But other than that, like, I think he's not a bad player. But 25 million, like, I don't he's know. He's just not the right. For me, he's not the right player for that team after the shambles of last season. He's not so. someone that is going to improve their position in the league. No. It's just simply no. not going to make uh, any difference. When the, where does Andre Ayew play in that team anyway? Uh, on the bench. That was another God knows. terrible he's signing. Yeah. Horrendous yeah. signing. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, while we're on Stoke, Kurt Zuma on loan. I mean, good deal. <laughs> this good was signing. the most... Chelsea thing in the universe. Kurt Zuma <laughs> literally signed a piece of paper to extend this contract at Chelsea and right next to it on the second page he flipped it over and it was Stoke's loan paper. <laughs> he signed it both yeah. in there I was like, like alright. He pressed it so yeah. hard it went through both yeah. contracts. The only thing that made this like not a, not a standard Chelsea thing is that he's actually played for them before. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. It's, was it's, it? What, wait, what, sorry, Rudy, you brought us you brought this to light that the longest serving Chelsea player ever is like nine years or something right and, now. And, and, and he's a, never played a single game for them. A minute. I think it's Callas or... Apparently no, his, Callas has played for them. His first game is going to be his testimony. Is, is it Christensen? I, I think know. it is Christensen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it's just... Kurt Zuma, like they brought in Rudiger and then said bye. 
Yeah. But we're going to keep you anyway. Well, remember when we were discussing at the end of last season, well, Zuma's back from injury. Is Aspilicueta going to come back in the middle? Is he going to play out wide? Is Aspilicueta going to make the bench? And we just kept discussing all of this, and then all of a sudden, bam, not even a factor anymore. He's gone. Like, who's going to play? Rudiker, Luis, and Aspilicueta? Or is Cahill? Like, who's going to play in the back So three? I don't know. I, I asked this, Charles, this fan... Wow. I yeah. asked this question to Chelsea fans on Twitter, and they most of them said... As Pilicreta goes right, Rudiger goes into the middle, Moses drops to the bench. Really? I'm, I'm not convinced that that's true. But I don't that's, think, what, that's what I said I don't in think, the last season. Actually, that's not what you said. Because <gasps> what you said was that Marcus Alonso would no, not make it and no, As Pilicreta would play fine, on the fine. left. But once Kurt Zuma came said. into the nope, that's, but that's not what you said. I said Azpilicueta <laughs> is going to play right wing back. Help me. Help me. Richard. Help. SOS. What? Nothing. Yeah. Wow. That's not what you said. Okay. Oh, anyway. sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Don't listen to Mahana. Wow. All right. Um... Meanwhile, last thing on Stoke ever, Glenn Whelan's gone to Aston Villa. I'll kind of miss him a bit. Al Muhammadi went to Aston Villa. Ah, good for him. He likes being with Steve, Steve Bruce. Bruce yeah. I'm more excited about the Christopher Samba trial at Aston Villa. Wait, tell me about this. He's on trial at Aston Villa. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I think, I think yes, there, was, yes. there was a trial game that was like, Samba and some other Samba and Terry dude. started Yeah, game. Samba Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is 2007. Yeah. Like he's like, all right, West Ham are going to sign them both next season. Yeah. Um, all right, let's end this with Alvaro Morata. 58 million to Chelsea. They had right. to get someone. I mean, that's the thing. Question, why is Aubameyang not in the conversations for all these people who need strikers? Because he only wants Real Madrid, so... Um, right, that's not happening. Mm, okay, there are two reasons. For Chelsea, he doesn't play. He's not a back-to-goal type striker. He's... He's a run-to-the-channel type of guy. Doesn't fit what they want to do. Other teams are like, well, this guy's a disciplinary headache. Remember, mm-hmm. he went to Milan while he was supposed to be in Dortmund, partied, got in trouble with Tuchel, that type of thing. And he's 28. Are you going to pay 80 million to Dortmund for a 28-year-old? Morata, Morata you paid, they paid 80 million or whatever in total for Morata or whatever it is, 69, yeah, 24. 70. And he scored like 40 goals in his entire life. Yes. I don't, again, well, yes, I don't believe two, that yes. Morata is worth that money. But again, like we already alluded to, it's money two, is nothing. It's two million a goal, uh, a goal so far in his career. Like sure, but he's also made uh, dramatic developments in the lot in last season or two in terms of his like minutes to goals ratio. It's actually outstanding, and we we've all watched Morata play. We all know he's a very good player. There are question marks. As is he better than Costa? No, I don't think at the moment he is better than. Costa. I think he has but, more tools like to his game than Costa. But obviously, it's like you said, you look at the proof of the player. And the proof of the player is Diego Costa scored more goals than more in his career. Morata hasn't had the chance to do it yet. And that's my issue with this, is that you're paying that money to hope that someone can do it, as opposed to buying the proven thing, which is what I think Chelsea needed. Well, let's remember, this is the end of a long romance. I mean, Conte brought him in at Juve and ended up not not having the chance to manage him because he left. I mean, this season, there's going to be a lot of new strikers. Lukaku moved to Madrid. Madrid. Uh, <laughs> Lukaku moved to United. Um, that's going to be a big one to watch and see how he does. Because we've always talked about Lukaku needs to make the step up, make the step up, whatever, whether it was Chelsea or United, whatever it was, just make it and see how you do. Um, Lacazette at Arsenal is also new in the league. You've got Gabriel Jesus coming in, trying to also claim his spot. Morata, Aguero. Hey man, after two goals against Arsenal, Batshuayi is a new signing. You never know, man. I mean, a lot. Some Chelsea fans online were like, "Well, just give Batshuayi before the Morata yeah. thing. Just give Batshuayi a, a season, see what happens." But obviously, you know, there's too much money in the game to to take that risk. But it would have been cool. I mean, the, then again, is he, is he less? Of, is he more of a risk than Morata? I love Morata. I'm just right. asking the question: Is he more of a risk Minus than Morata? Considering he's been in your team, and understands how you play and your players and all that stuff. I think you combine the two of them and you have 
one one solid strike. <laughs> <laughs> play a three five two, both yeah. of them up front. That would be fun. Um, that yeah. would be fun. Barca and Madrid and stuff, we haven't talked about them really quickly. I mean, Neymar rumors, obviously, we talked about it in our last throwdown, whether he's going to go or not. Apparently, today is final. He's not going. Uh, PK posted a thing with him and Neymar confirming that he's going to stay. Blah, PK blah, blah, blah. is basically but Barcelona's communication but department. Thing, but PK is president. In, confirming in what sense? His thing. What I mean is, did Neymar say he doesn't want to go? Because PSG, no. it's a release clause. We know yes. that. If they trigger it, then it's up to Neymar to say if he wants to yeah, go or not. So is uh, Neymar the one the saying he doesn't want to go? The post alluded to the fact that Neymar knew this post was going out through PK and like he stick. So like that. I, oh, again, have you seen his goals in the friendly? Ooh, he was. Yeah. Ooh, wow. He was on fire. Anyway, so there's that. Barca have no. Uh, they bought the new right back from Benfica. Semedo. So apparently, apparently he's really good. Apparently, we'll sure. see. He, he um, should be. In, in that's his, really the only thing they've done. Here's what I want to know from all of you, round table. If you're Neymar, what are you doing? I stay. You stay. Yeah. Okay. For five, you turn down 500k a week. Well, how much are they giving him? 300? Right now, he's on what? 275, 300? Aww. Would you turn down 500k a week? Here's the thing. A buddy. little, for a bit, for a bit more. Because he will get, once Messi leaves, exactly. that money's going to get Messi will not move. leave. No, 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 no. Messi's there till he's 35. Okay, okay. Messi, Messi aside, what happens is if PSG activate the release clause, yeah. Neymar goes, right, well, let's have a conversation because I might as well. PSG goes, right, here's 500k a week. Neymar goes back to Barcelona. They're offering me 500k a week. He'll get it either way. He'll get 350. What, 500k a week, doesn't that make him the most highly paid player sure. in the world? But, yeah. Barcelona will not make him a higher paid okay. player but over Leo Messi. He, he, will, he will get it in a season or two. He'll still make it. Just I think it's a bit early now. Like Stay with Barca a bit. It's a glamour. It's the, it's the headlines. Play with Messi. I, I agree in that you stay with Barcelona because there's a, the potential to do great things and yeah. whatever else. But the fact of the matter is, he will not get that money in the next three, four years at Barcelona. No, no, if Lionel Messi sure. is still there, Lionel Messi has to be the highest-paid player at My Barcelona. only issue is, if he does stay and Barca give him a new contract, let's say they compromise, whatever, 400k, let's mm. say, okay? That poor bastard. The, yeah, the problem is, the, release, the new release clause is going to be astronomical. He's not going anywhere. Okay, so let me ask you Like 222 wasn't let, astronomical. Let me ask, let me ask this question. If you're Barcelona, what are you doing? Oh, you keep Neymar, man. I'm selling 100% keep Neymar. I'm no, selling him. Nah, 220 Neymar million? Neymar is the best player in the world once Messi and, and Cristiano finally leave. That's a long ass time. It, look, Listen, sell the dude and bring in Kylian Mbappe, bring in Dembele, bring in all of them. Bring in all of them. You Ferrati can that would be great. I, no, I think there's an argument for if you get if you manage to spend that money on like Verratti and Dembele or Verratti and Mbappe, that, fair enough. Like, you don't need Neymar at that point. He look, look. We are underestimating Neymar just because he's not Messi. No, 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 no. But I think he's a brilliant player. I'm just saying, at 222 million, you sell him and then you make your team Neymar better. That's the fact. Neymar is Cristiano right now. That's it. What are you talking like, about? Like, he is well, that they're different guy. Human they're human human. just went really existent. What I mean, what I mean is that you you do not make the same argument for Ronaldo. What? When Ronaldo... 222 million? Yeah, no, no, not, not today. I sell him? Obviously, like, in his prime slash getting into his prime. You don't say the same thing. We're just underestimating Neymar. Neymar is the exact same. You do not sell Ronaldo for 222 million. You don't sell Neymar no, either. No, no, no. He's no, that good. Because Cristiano Ronaldo is the leader of the team, the biggest marketing sensation on the team. He's everything to the team. Neymar is replaceable at Barcelona. No, no. You know, Messi is not replaceable. That's what I'm saying by underestimating him. Messi in two years will be gone, Again. and Neymar will be the man. Well, the point that you're trying to make is that Messi, sorry, that Neymar will be yeah. that guy yeah. in two years. Yes. Not now. Yeah. I'm saying right now, Kylian Mbappe could be exactly that. 
So why not get rid of Neymar and bring in Mbappe, who could be the biggest sensation in the next I mean, the biggest years. advantage of that was it would really piss off Real Madrid. Yeah. Actually, you know what? He moves to PSG and in like three seasons he's at Madrid. Like, it's very possible. Eh. Very possible. I just, as far, as long as Lionel Messi is alive, Neymar is second fiddle, you bring in someone else to be second fiddle. Second fiddle to Messi is not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place at all, but he doesn't want that, really. He really doesn't want that. I know, man. Anyways. um, Can he even play the fiddle? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are Madrid doing? They signed a few left backs. Um, They signed Teo Hernandez. Yeah. Who couldn't couldn't do six keep-ups in his... uh, (laughs) And then almost his career ended by Lindelof today. They released released Hamas on loan to Bayern. Um, It's pretty much... They kept Benzema. That's big. uh, Every every season you got to be kept Benzema. That's that's one. Check. I think Um, Benzema is now to Real Madrid what uh, Hamsic is to Napoli. Yeah. Right, that's it. something's going on. Yeah. He, has, he has nudes of Paris is like gone or something. Yeah. Something's going on there. Um, um, although he got off on the Valbona thing. I mean, oh. on a couple of levels. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, what was the other thing? Damn it, there was another thing. What, for who? Oh, Ceballos. They got the kid. Uh, apparently, isn't there big rumors about some... Uh, I mean, I'm just going to be very vague here. There's big rumors about them signing this guy. <laughs> I don't know who it was anymore, but some uh, center mid young guy. I, I have remember. no idea who it's talking Anyways. about. Um, but they're not doing as much business... Barca and Madrid, as we do as, as expect, no, no, sure, sure, but as expected, Bar- Madrid are doing this like sensible thing recently, which yeah. is insane. People love Perez again, he's doing the right thing. They have two Champions Leagues in three, Ronaldo's happy, everybody's great. Like, Isco's playing again, Junior Vicious on the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I forgot about him, Junior Vicious, too. Like, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be <laughs> absolutely <laughs> outstanding, yeah, right? outstanding. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> did you just call him Junior McChicken? I did. Junior Chicken. Um, I think he's gonna be a shit. Is there any, <laughs> is there any other big huge transfers we're forgetting about? That's, nope. Is that, is um, that it? Set two. I, I think that's nothing. It. In, nothing. It's in just it's just right now. Neymar watch. Alexis Sanchez watch. Oh, Alexis Sanchez is a big that, one. That big watch. <laughs> most horrendous. Coutinho, transfer. Coutinho, a little bit watch. I mean, if Neymar leaves, it just creates a lot of headaches for a lot of other teams. It creates headaches for. PSG with Verratti, Coutinho with Liverpool, Monaco, etc. Ross Barkley watches. <laughs> Ross, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack Wilshere watch. Yeah. Actually, Spurs haven't done anything. Jack Wilshere watch is easy because he can't move. <laughs> yeah. Jack, uh, uh, Spurs saying? haven't done yep. anything yet. I mean, yes, do they need to? Maybe not, but Champions League next year. That's a whole different game. Like, maybe you should, you should sign a few guys. Well, no? they, I mean, they just played uh, PSG in a friendly and they won 4-2, but the two goals that PSG scored were yeah. all in the right from the right-back area. And it's like... Mm. Trippier and Carl Walker-Peters might not be the solution there. We'll see. True, true. I just um, think they need a better backup striker. And, uh, I don't Carl know. Walker. We there aren't that many options, I Carl guess. Carl Walker-Peters. Yeah. Sorry to go over the place, but Liverpool signed Salah. Let's not forget about oh, that. That, He's was, looked that good. was months ago. Sure, but he scored... We haven't potted since. Probably. <laughs> he scored two really good goals in... Um, in the friendly so far, he's looking good. Does he Liverpool start? fans are oh, yes. does he start over? Because there were a lot of people who were saying that he's like when he first signed that he wasn't going to. Firmino, false nine, Mane, Salah on the wings, yep. Coutinho number ten. So, Le- so Ronaldo, Ronaldo. I'm happy with that. Are very excited about Salah. And they always are excited about everybody. <laughs> it, it's their year, mate. They just signed their, I think Robertson from Hull. Yeah, right back, yeah. Left, left back, left back, rubbish yeah. signing. Milner, Robertson. <laughs> I don't know, and anyways, it's 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 a I mean, three-way battle between Milner, Robertson, and Moreno. Moreno. See, see, None of whom are actually okay, left backs. Okay, just yeah. to say, Liverpool will probably do it decently this yeah. season because of club. But <sighs> I just Champions feel League, there is a Champions level League. that you're trying to, you should be trying to aspire to, and I don't think they are actually trying to aspire to that. Well, Klopp is having a lot of trouble signing people he actually wants for whatever yeah. reason. Apparently, he's very frustrated. So, he can't get the people he wants. On, like, the, on the one hand, you can't. 
like have a go at them for spending a bunch of money on Naby Keita and then also have a go at them for not trying right. to be ambitious. I mean, there are only so many players at Liverpool. There's probably no, no. 10 players in Europe that might improve Liverpool's team that they can realistically get. See, here, here's, the, here's the thing, Alex. Here's the thing, all right? Naby Keita is not an ambitious signing. It's no. dumb as fuck. You have <laughs> yes. no, never seen him play. Alex, but. exactly my point from before. Look, they have. <laughs> and so is every other club in Europe, and they decided not to do this dumbass deal. It's hard to sign players when you're busy drafting apology letters <laughs> to every club under the sun. 80 million? Have you seen the whole thing? Have you seen the whole thing where uh, Monaco are apparently going to report City and PSG for like yeah. wrapping up Mbappe and Liverpool, just in case, are also drafting a letter. Yes. And post- yes. <laughs> in a world where Virgil van Dijk is apparently going to go to Liverpool for 60 million oh, yeah, he's and, 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 and navigate for 66 million, yeah. we think everything is good. Oh my lord. Can we, agree on, can we agree on Kylian Mbappe? I like that. Thanks. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.